<laughs> I, I was gonna mute it, but I'm just gonna keep this live so everyone can see the technology things that I have to deal with with you. <laughs> oh, look, this is, this is the constant. Anybody knows, they should know. Come on. There we go. Fixed it. I fixed you fixed it. <laughs> now I just all can't right, see now. you. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing at a time, bro. One thing at a time. <laughs>'s how you can change it um, and then your little person running around I just realized how big some of these ones are compared to others because it's like a whole bunch of different creators <laughs> like Teostra over here is towering over everyone so monsters they're massive it does randomly oh. assign otherwise so all right and if you see some random stars and things floating around I can't control it I don't feel like deleting them so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah let it be I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let it happen so also i have the fan on because it is ungodly hot in here so if that like humming while i'm talking gets too obnoxious someone yeah. please tell me I, i'm not picking it up but it should be good i hear it because i stress over audio <sighs> but fix it in post but if it is too obnoxious okay. just please let me know um so we're here to do a thing today well we have an idea of what to do today yeah Ugh, we're, we have a plan, but like usual, I'm sure it'll get derailed by something stupid. So a plan, our yeah. strongest aspect. Yeah, Plans. that's what we do. Plans and routines. That's what we do around here. I think the so, only routine thing we're good at is not doing a routine. Yeah, yeah. No, you can count on us to not be reliable. That's just just a, the awesome. Yeah, one hundred dollars straight up every time. What day you want it? Maybe three months from then. Yeah. You'll get it Tuesday. <laughs> I didn't say which Tuesday, but you'll get it Tuesday. <laughs> or like There's Thursday so if I forget to, you know, edit the episode for three weeks or something. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's fine. You know. I unless just, we're talking about unless we're talking about Saber. Unless we're talking about Saber, because right? then that comes out every week for about a year and we get forty seven or forty eight of those episodes. <laughs> and that's kinda of what we're here to talk about today. So yeah, we're closing the book on Common Rider Saber. I thought of that ah. and I was like that's there, genius yep. no one ever no, oh. no one else has ever thought of oh. that so i'll take a bow sir take a bow thank you take a bow. thank you <laughs> but i mean legitimately, I, I thought that was very year, clever so that was good that was good uh when we first i guess kicked off our reviews you know we we kind of did uh every 10 episodes or so yep. and you know life happens so i guess we're just gonna kind of give our all-encompassing thoughts and yeah because honestly i don't even fun. remember where we left off with that either i mean honestly i want to say it was Saber probably been... around like when juo changed hands for the first time 
around there. Jow, 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 the dragon yeah, caliber, caliber. The second caliber started becoming a thing. So yeah, I'm um, I guess before we get hard into it, this would be a good point to say that there's going to be some real hard spoilers because we're going to talk the whole series endings all that kind of stuff um if you haven't seen it yet you know and you want to take a break go watch it come back just don't go too far away for too long yeah yeah keep us us in the back um, keep us in the back but yeah we are going to talk like big big spoilers i just i'm also going to prefer this by i haven't seen the extra episode with the revise crossover so i saw the raw so i have a obscure perception of it (laughs) because you know i'm fluent in japanese so you know uh, nothing confuses me honestly speaking of awkward random things that like did you ever get so used to watching a show in like a language when there's supposed to be subtitles that like you start watching the show and realize the subtitles aren't on but you still kind of like understand what's happening <laughs> like i have so i was watching waku saber anyone uh, know what waku saber is that's the porn sentai we talked about that yes. doesn't actually have any porn scenes in it because it's on the youtube channel um right so but like it's on i think episode five or six just came out so i was like eh, i'll see what where it's at i was watching a couple porn? episodes yeah and <laughs> I was like, I, yeah, no, I get it. I get what's happening. And then I realized the subtitles yeah. weren't on. Oh, and then I was like, okay. oh. So you're saying that you can follow through context, through observation, and maybe just the keywords that kind of repeat every now and then. My brain was like registering what was happening. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, no, oh. totally. But like, it was kind of oh, like so when you're kind of you like, <laughs> when you're doing the thousand yard stare at the subtitles and you're reading them and not really comprehending what they are kind of thing. Yeah. I was doing that yeah, with yeah, the video yeah. and I was like, I'm comprehending <laughs> for the most part. I don't know what's going on, right. but like, I get it. You know what I mean? It was that kind of thing, uh, but there was no subtitles on the screen. So like, I mean, it's, yeah. it's a, it's a rip off of a Sentai. So I could, you know, there was a bad guy, a bad girl. <laughs> pink ranger was there throwing things at the green ranger i was like i i got it i get it (laughs) i know there's not going to be any deep plot relevant thing i'm missing out here (laughs) probably not even the least so yeah that was just a weird moment where i had to like whoa okay weird i mean i dig it i dig it i dig it i mean occasionally when i'm passing through like like a random youtube channel and, and sometimes because the spanish stuff will pop up i'll just let it rock and then i'm like man how long has it been since i actually spoke spanish to somebody at that level and then I'll, I'll give myself a test my old my big test for spanish is to put on like a novella <laughs> if you ever watch a spanish soap opera they speak at the speed of light and then for somehow all of the ass who watch that show can percept it and i'm sitting there like somebody's just about to get slapped and that's all i'm gonna watch right because i have no idea what you talk about like telemundo <laughs> novellas that kind of thing <laughs> and even i speak spanish bro and i'm like nope Nope. Yeah. Except, (laughs) you know, at least you speak the language. I speak zero Japanese other than (laughs) like random fighting game character quotes like Watashiwa. Which is is probably like, like how how far do you think we could get in Japan if we just like. Honestly, I'm sure I could do enough henshin poses that I could get somewhere. So (laughs) I'm trying to go that way. And they'll be like, can you the just, yeah, like, can you just be a normal human, please? Like, what is happening right now? Sorry, so. I don't know how to communicate. Um, no, Peacemaker no. says oh, that they, they checked out the Vice episode too, and you're not missing much other than a bad first impression of Vice. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, how about, okay, I know you didn't check it out. So, I did um, not. So, let, let's peel that band aid off because I have no idea what it's about other than yeah. Vice shows up. And it's, you're pretty typical, from what I understand, pretty typical intro Bro. for a new character. No. No, I mean, no. 
Also, it's an epilogue. I'm gonna preface this by that. It's an epilogue. The real, the yeah. real ending was like episode 47 or whatever. Yeah, definitely. Cinema. Because this, there again, I saw raw, so I'm, I'm again, I'm putting it through context. And from what I, what I saw, the first thing we see when Revice appears is what well, we saw. We see Vice first, and he farts. Vice is the demon dude, right? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And that I'm gonna leave it like I'm gonna leave that because that's a that's where we go from there. Like that's that's what we got. Oh, that's that's our yeah. our intro. Yeah, so. bro. And I mean, it's it's definitely like it's gonna be fun. Like they're they're definitely a comedic team. Mm-hmm. You get the vibe the way they're bouncing off of each other. At least from what I saw, I couldn't understand. You know, I didn't read it, but yeah. Um, you know, it, it seems like they have that that comedic dynamic, and they're both. N- neither the straight man because Iki seems too um too goody goody too straight and narrow you know mm-hmm. what i mean like like, if, like that's when the, we first met, the um, like revy the main dude the actual writer yeah Iki, yeah Iki igarashi i think if i'm saying it right um but yeah if if his name is Iki and i'm saying it right his his catchphrase is Iki ikimash or something like that like his name and then let's go whatever mm, um, okay i did pick that up but anyway, I mean, honestly, it was it was like a weird intro because it's very comedic. The first thing Vice does is fart. You see the reactions from everybody holding, covering their noses, even even the, the masks. You know, it's just like, yeah. okay, cool. Uh, and then they get you only get like the tease of the henshi. You know, that quick when they when it just covers them in the light and then they're formed up. Mm-hmm. That's all they really do. So you don't get the full the full uh, henshin. Okay. Right. So uh, they beat the actually the 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 one cool thing is the the enemy that they fight in this one is the bata i'm not sure what the enemies are called yet um the bata revise stamp whatever kaiju forms from that is the one that they fight in this episode and saber and kento fight it they're the only two that are really prominent in the episode everybody else is dealing with like real world stuff from what i saw um i'm a little confused at where they're leaving the relationship between may and rintaro because I I didn't see this Durandal aspect. Maybe I missed it. I should probably rewatch the last couple episodes. Um, Wait, what? Like they, what? What happened? Exactly. I I don't know. I didn't I didn't read any subtitles. No, no, no. I'm saying in the episode. Like, did did, did they have so like a like, thing where she looks okay. like she's a crush on Durandal or something? Either that or heavily implied that he has a crush on her. You know, I, I, from just the looks of it, I couldn't well. tell because they spend the whole episode. They really spend the whole episode like Rintaro having to tell her something, mm-hmm. and then by the time they finally get to it, it's like it, it's a dead uh, joke. And then, like at the end of it, when they're doing like this big wrap up, Durandal and May are like smiling at each other, and I'm like, I, I, don't I mean, <laughs> I'll take I honestly, know. I'll take a Durandal randomly being into May over. Reika being really into Durandal. <laughs> listen, listen, <laughs> to be I, fair, like there was, she's really into her brother. Like cheering a lot of weird elements. There's a lot gonna, of really weird wow. looks that those two share. I get it. I, I'm trying not to go there, but yes, yes, I I would prefer that. Other than that, you're right. However, in terms of the story. <laughs> It just didn't add up. So I'm definitely needing to watch this again with the subtitles because otherwise I'm just like, I'm even more confused. The only, the cool things are when they fight the kaiju, um, 
you know, they do the um, the team up between Revice and Vice, and you can tell if it's going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. Their team tactics are going to be dope. It's probably going to be the dopest part of their um, yeah. show because they all they really did was fight together, you know? Yeah. Um, if I can, if I'm explaining that right, you know, it's it's kind of it's kind of cool to see it, but like tandem he, fighting, not just like two dudes yeah. fighting. Like the, like the one move would lead off into another, you know, like um, uh, rolling Vice over each other to of, kick him and stuff like that. And more, no, more like a supernatural because the vice would would like extend a, a limb and like wrap up the guy or, or attack, and hmm. he, he, it's very like you you're gonna see it's it's probably like if uh vice is mr fantastic you know i'm i'm seeing he's gonna be doing a lot of stretching um weird for the fights yeah i mean uh, that's just the form they they do use megalodon form mm-hmm. they do like the flash henshin where they don't really show yeah i saw that where he switches yeah. into megalodon and then he gets like the arm swords and starts using that yeah yeah and that's like really brief too but they again they fight together with the same kind of move it's it, it's cool it's gonna be all right um if I'm gonna look forward to anything yeah. after the, the first dose, um, but about Iki himself, it's um, it's a, it's a quick, you know, from the context of the the situations, he's looking for the Bata uh, Kaiju or the person who has it. Uh, it's not like it's a corrupting thing. Somebody gave it to him, mm-hmm. so that's probably gonna tie into the show. We get to see the the other character, um. It's a very meta character. I, I didn't realize how how he, he the one with the glasses is who's always taking the pictures. I don't remember his name, but um, he's one of the newer characters where he's got like he's got zero one uh, plushie. Yeah, tagged onto I did see. Him yeah, I saw him in the him in the preview. Yeah, he's that's very meta. I wasn't sure what they were doing with him, but well, when, it it all takes place in the same universe. Yeah, no, no, I know. I'm just okay. like kind of like wondering what what his role is going to be. Um, oh, yeah. Maybe that's so, more the tie so that they played off a little more than they did in Saber. Because they did say like when Saber started that Saber is in the same universe as Zero One. So it was kind of like, oh, right. are we going to see like Human Gears? We did see one at the very, very yeah, end. But like yeah, yeah. I was kind of surprised we didn't see more or like some Zyatech floating around like the Zaya glasses, anything like that. Literally anything. Like it didn't have to be crazy. Like, you know, a Human Gear goes rampant and they got to stop that now. But like you yeah, know, just I don't, I don't just literally step, anything. Yeah, a back step wouldn't have helped, but I get what you're saying. Um, I, I want to say that you know, seeing the the change that every character goes through in the, their stories. Yeah, I'm hoping you know this because it's like when you first met Gentaro. It was it's like too, too much, you know. Yeah, like very cartoony uh, snapshot kind of thing. Yeah how you doing everybody's super happy dope 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 you know like and it was like oh boy and i think and if high pitch voice if too. anyone anything is a good representation of how a character can change from the first like five to ten episodes i think toma is actually a pretty good example of that um because okay. toma was similar at the beginning too where he's i mean he carries it through but like he was very cartoonishly positive they, kind of they thing tone it down by a lot yeah they tone it down yeah and then like obviously he over 49 episodes he gets some other emotions other than like hello happy author man <laughs> Um, yeah other than stories are great yeah yeah, so like i it sucks that it's such a bad first impression if it is like cartoonishly like over the top um yeah so i mean but at the same time also when it comes to like the stretchy arm stuff i feel like their 
debut in like the crossover is always way different than what ends up in the show like ghost is a good example of that too Girl, um, yeah, ghost never floated yeah, yeah like ghost never he floated in like one episode to do like a kick but like he's floating yeah. all over the place in the crossover oh I forgot to mention Vice. Uh, when when Iki's in human form and Vice comes out, mm-hmm. he comes out of an orifice, an ear. He comes out of his ears. Oh. That'll come out of his mouth. Yeah, he came out of his mouth at one point, and he he talked like this when he had when he was coming <laughs> back out of his mouth. Like, I'm sorry, it just popped in my head when you mentioned that. So, it's it's gonna be funny, but it might be like way cartoonishly funny. So. Okay. Yeah, Thomas Thomas change was was definitely leaps and bounds though. Like we when we first did, we said that Saber was moving at a breakneck speed and we weren't sure yeah. how they were going to keep up and and where the the character was going to develop because it's like he was being thrown all this stuff and and it was always just him going, "I'm going to do it," you know? Yeah. It, it was very very shown in for a long time and even to the end, I guess. Yeah. Very much so. Um Peacemaker saying that they don't have the Ichigo helmet on uh, the stamp that they used in the crossover itself. So it's kind of... They don't? They think it, it has some kind of... Like, they'll have to purify the stamps or something. Or, like, uh, maybe Vice yeah, will have to, like, was... do something demony with them. Something like that. Yeah. Did you see the kaiju? Because it, it just looks like a giant mantis... I mean, a giant uh, grasshopper tank. No. Nope. I didn't see any of massive. it. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. And then it... Um, it yeah i mean it, it wasn't that special but i didn't notice so that's probably true it's good good idea yeah so they'll probably have to do something sure. um, i'm sure vice will be a piece of that where like maybe vice like eats him or something and like poops out a new henshin device yeah. <laughs> maybe he's constantly farting so yeah yeah I mean, why not the power <laughs> the movement. like jesus oh uh, lordy it, it really it really was upsetting man it's like i was like oh wow i'm finally just kind of excited to see what it's like like that the design is dope. I'm, I'm hyped for the for the henshin. He farted. Yeah. Really. Well, maybe maybe they made Vice so terrible because the voice actor is a terrible person. So they were like, <laughs> let's make his character yeah. even worse. Let's and just, just make it a up. garbage character. <laughs> I, I can dig that. I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm down for that. Honestly. Subaru or something. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, whatever yeah. his freaking name is. Yeah, clown. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's, he's just a clown. That's all it is. Yeah ridiculous so so let's let's get into kind of where we might have left off we i don't even kind know. of dropped off <laughs> circa the durandal yeah when when durandal and reika kind of showed up for the first it time. was i feel like it was at the end of the first arc where you know caliber is previous saber um oh, really that <laughs> yeah so oh apparently that episode wasn't written by v- revice's main writer so they may have actually no, made like it, you know that vice into terrible because that whole situation (laughs) it felt weird it felt completely dead dude they had sand in the southern base they built like a beach in the in the the north pole or south pole whatever it is i guess the south pole is the southern base yeah but like i'm like where is this coming from why is i mean again i wasn't i wasn't able to read it but why (laughs) why they're casting wonder book spells clearly (laughs) um but for saber itself i mean we might as well just go through the whole thing we don't obviously have to go like episode by episode but i'm not even gonna worry about where we left off plot wise no um essentially big saber man you get a novelist who's trying to save the world and a whole bunch of bad guys trying to find this omnipotent book called the book of omniscience 
or omnipotence, <laughs> depending on the subs that you re you read. Um, the Omnimon book. Essentially, yeah. yeah, it's the Omnimon book or the God book or the the book of everything. It knows everything. It's been everything. Um, and there's a lot of like old lore because about two thousand years ago there was a big war for all these pages, and the book was split apart. And then about fifteen years ago we had the another event that you know kind of kickstarted our main character into a whole bunch of nonsense and some things happened and yeah so having dreams of a mysterious girl named luna so yeah. basically the, our character starts off as this our regular shonen amnesiac who has no idea who he was he he carries around this little ride book that he has no idea is a magical device that will turn him into an ultimate badass mm -hmm. then all of a sudden um shenanigans happen where shenanigans tassel starts telling the story <laughs> tassel um, is one of the characters where i was like okay okay uh, so yeah. imagine if anyone's familiar with other common writer things imagine dj Sigara, extremely flamboyant and a little yes. less useless or a little more useless a to the plot a little a little pointless yeah a little a little pointless Sigara. but he was there the whole time and i think <laughs> his thing that was more of just a plot device was a little more understandable than some of the other ones that we get in this show when towards we, the end. <laughs> when we got there, when we got there. It's fine. I mean, you can't just blow the second world up five minutes into it. It's fine. No, but did we need Tassel? Did we need, I guess Yes, we, we needed Tassel. You know why we needed Tassel? Because he no. needed to be an excuse for Storius to do his thing. <laughs> that made me so happy. <laughs> I was so so happy when Storius finally got him. <laughs> okay, so let's let's back up here. So uh, there's this other world that all these fantasies come from. It's mm -hmm. kind of been cut off from us uh, because of the actions that happened 15 years ago. Uh, but uh, status quo changing. Right? Yeah. Th so this is called the Wonder World, and this is where all the it was created by the book. This is where all the pages come from. This is what gives their henchin devices the power. It's where all the MacGuffin for the series comes from. Um, it's literally the why to why everything is happening. Yes. Defined by bubbles. Yep. In the show, bubbles. Bubbles. <laughs> you see a bubble, you in trouble. <laughs> that literally just, I'm full of it today. I am on point. What are you doing today? <laughs> I'm drinking my watermelon mint highball is what I'm doing today. Oh, quite, it, quite. Yeah, it's a it's a seltzer energy drink that's neither here nor there, but it's watermelon mint, and that sounded interesting. So, I have my chiseled from the Appalachian Mountains. He chiseled it himself, folks. Just so you know, he he climbed up there this morning, chipped it away, morning, melted right? it on his twice, way back. Twice because I forgot my chisel on the way back. No. <laughs> 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 oh. All right. So Toma Toma unlocks the power. We were introduced to Rintaro. <clears throat> Rinto is a secondary writer for the show. I'm sorry, let me clear my throat. <clears throat> so why don't we, instead of going through the whole plot, because that'll take forever. Yeah, I'd rather not. I'd rather why, not. why don't we just <laughs> run through the writers? So we have about, was it come out to be 10 writers, 11 writers? We have Saber, mm -hmm. Senki. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't remember all Espada. the writer names. Right, Espada. Kenzan. Name name. Uh, Rentaro. Yep. Right. Well, Ren. 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 Yeah. 13 uh, riders. Okay, thank you. Um, Daishinji. Yeah. Daishinji, slash, slash, and then you get uh, Buster. Ogami. Mm -hmm. Ogami. Uh, Durandal. Mm -hmm. Sabella. Reika. Sabella. Mm -hmm. uh, 
who else do we have? We have Caliber. Oh my God. Yeah, Caliber. Well, which one? <laughs> it doesn't matter. And it's a rider. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the light man. And then you get Storius, Solomon, and Falchion. Falchion. Yeah. That's a, that's a funny one. That's a weird one. It's a weird one. One of the better ones. One of the better ones. I I mean, the actor was the only reason I honestly enjoyed the character at all. So. And, did he hand that shit up? Or, oh, yeah. But I mean, he handed up an Amazon's too. So it's fine. <laughs> He's just literally awesome. the point. Like that dude's mission in life is to ham up his character. I'm all for it. He, anytime he gets away with it, it's fine. Yeah. Fine. Totally fine. Totally fine. So, all right. So we have all the characters. We have uh, all this. All the writers are basically. God, it's such a it's such a feel good show when you really mm-hmm. think back the entire journey, all of them. Um, again, when you have the the fatherly thing, I go back to Ogami because I'm probably a lot older now, so I'm I'm really pulling mm-hmm. to Ogami. But but his story arc and his whole like you know being uh, being the father and wanting to just ensure that the future for not just for Sora, I mean he, he put it onto Sora, mm-hmm. but I really feel like his his whole thing was for the kids you know the, the kids the, the, yeah the other now the other soldiers. when it comes to ogami let me ask you this did you think his wife was alive <laughs> where was she, where, I, where had she like been? i i genuinely thought she had died and that's why he was trying to be like best parent for him and sora kind of thing and then but she just she like shows too. up in the last six episodes because they're doing their like break between the cell games thing where he's just like enjoying life <laughs> Maybe she's maybe she's a human gear and she's like the latest version. And like, <laughs> ooh, that'd be dark. I'd like that. Yeah. That'd be dark. Um, I mean, you, it may be explained in the manga. I'm not sure. Maybe that is the case. Um, but like, I mean, it also kind of explains how Sora can just disappear for yeah episodes for at a time. <laughs> Peacemaker not, saying not. she was on a business trip. <laughs> there you go. So. I just like I genuinely thought she was dead for the entire series until the last like six episodes (laughs) (laughs) and I I was like oh she's alive is this like and the worst part is this is the worst part right I was so committed to that thought that when she was there and I was like oh Sora's getting a new mom (laughs) (laughs) Ogami's going on a date that's nice okay bro nice Ogami get it boy (laughs) that's how hard my brain like leaned into this thought (laughs) I mean it I get, but it, it really attributes to one of the one of the negatives of the of the show. It's it's all the the, the choppy writing. The writing is mm-hmm. very choppy. You know, it's so it's so left and right on times, and uh, like you could tell, like it was so close to being to being well put together, mm-hmm. and then I guess they switch writers, right? If I'm if I'm right, I think I read that somewhere. Well, I have no idea. I mean, I know it's the Ghost Rider, but I don't know if they switch writers. I don't at some know point. if you finished. I don't know if you finished. I mean, there's always multiple writers on it. So the full list of writers: Takura Fukuda, Keiji Hasegawa, Nobuhiro Maori, and Hiroki Uchida. Um, I don't know which one of those is the the writer, <laughs> the, the Ghost Rider. Okay, there we go. It's a uh, Takara Fukuda. Um, but either way, I think a lot of it too, when it comes to this disjointed nature of the story, is having 13 writers. Um, it was going to be a problem. You know what I mean? Even if it's like, so I get having riders that switch sides like Sabella and Durandal. I get having evil riders like Solomon and Storius. Um, I think it was just, they took on too many riders too quickly and it kind of made it feel disjointed to where like, 
I don't know if, if they did switch writers or what, but like it kind of felt like they were trying to switch pieces back into place afterwards sort of thing. Like they were trying to play cleanup and it was kind of hard to clean up so many ends so quickly. You know what I mean? That's why a lot of characters were like vanquished or, or vanquished or like like sealed away for like episodes on end. It was just like, I get that you have to make adjustments, but I, overall it wasn't horrible. I'm not going to yeah. say that this story sucked. No, because I did enjoy, I do enjoy uh, Saber. I'm going to, I think, you know, once on a rewatch uh, completely, I'm going to have a better appreciation for it again because yeah. I, I did for pre- for preparation. I didn't want to marathon the whole show and like just cram my head and not yeah. try to remember what I remember most. Um, but I saw the first episode again and then, I, you know, I saw the last episode and or 47 and, you know, you see where the, the fire is still there. You know, they, they, they the, the excitement is, is, the same because yeah. it's not how do, how do i put it even though you don't know much about toma when you finally see the last episode mm-hmm. you have all those memories and you're like yep this, this was great you know yeah so and i think that was yeah, kind of something that like was cool about the ending is kind of like cheesy and heartfelt as it was i mean not i didn't even think it was cheesy <laughs> honestly i kind of i digged it honestly um, Wonder Almighty is very cheesy. Wonder Almighty is extremely cheesy, and the whole like I thought. No, well, we can get into the full ending and everything, but like I just thought it was enjoyable in yeah. overall. Like I thought it was a good ending. Like it wasn't the greatest of all time. It wasn't you know my normal shtick where like Blade is obviously my favorite one. So like I'm down for everyone being depressed. Um, <laughs> but like I thought it was a solid ending, and it was very representative of what we had gone through and like you're saying like you think of those memories when you're watching the last episode and that's kind of his point like you know yeah. the stories are what keep it around and those micro stories throughout the series are kind of what kept it going and it it may not be the best but i think it stayed true to its message which i think is really good and that's kind of what made it the more most enjoyable part to me right like it wasn't it wasn't too much of a of a of a you know you weren't you weren't hating how the ending was going you were the way i saw the ending going is the way it had to be to make it a good feel good ending make it to make it something enjoyable because if they would have just left everybody dead yeah that would have that would have put it for us top tier i mean mean? it would if I was gonna get into them, that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, they would have left them dead. We would have been like, "Oh my God, Saber's the best show ever!" But you know, they had they had to do what they had to do. So I get it. See, see, Mark Mark knows me at this point. He's Saber's equals sword, and sword equals blade. This is a blade conversation by default. So <laughs> blade, <army. laughs> blade gang has arrived, <laughs> like always. <laughs> it all leads back to blade, and that is why. Gaim ain't got shit on Blade. <laughs> Gaim, Gaim gang, we need to dance. <laughs> no. Blade gang, dance we need to go sit in a corner and be depressed. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> we'll dance in front of those emos. Just <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. It's not that bad. Fruit Jesus is here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. So, uh, man, but yeah, yeah. It's, i'm sorry it's fine mark also added that he tried to watch guy and it wasn't depressing enough so i get it i'm here for it so like yeah like let's maybe we 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 reapproach it on a rewatch and we're just gonna stop the episode before everybody gets resurrected and that's the ending (laughs) yeah um so (laughs) back on topic um Yeah. yeah whatever it's 
did you like it overall let's let's start there i do because when we first heard about it you know all the the themes and everything speaks mm-hmm. to me personally and i want i gave it a more forgiving shot because i i wanted to like it and i'm not you know i'm not going to ignore all of the, the bad things but i do enjoy the saber i yeah. did enjoy it very much not as much as i like zero cops are coming for me <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did like it, but zero. It's like you know, if yeah. I had to to compare the two, I did prefer zero one just to be yeah. more. Oh, absolutely. I'm I'm not gonna argue that at all. Um, I I did genuinely enjoy this. I think it gets more flack than it deserves, honestly. Um, and a lot to so why I ask is Peacemaker mentioned that they didn't enjoy the show very much, and the first part kind of burned a lot of that interest. I totally get that. The first thirteen episodes or so. So fast. So, so fast, fast to where you're like, oh my god, what is that? Like cheek flapping fast like (laughs) that like it is not a good intro to come in off of something and i don't want to i don't want it to be like a compared to zero one thing but that's the first you know that was the first raywa we're now into the second raywa it's going to happen like that's the standard that they set for raywa so it's already there i don't want to compare it just to that but like that is also what it's most directly compared to um i think of the two you know that that he's written ghost this is infinitely better than ghost in my opinion um like hands ghost down even, way better ghost isn't even a story what are you yeah talking? exactly okay. that's my point <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so right. it just it it was fun and i enjoyed it and i was entertained week to week and a part of it is you know there are certain things that i could latch onto a little more that probably let me be a little more forgiving like i love tatagami i think that is one of the coolest suits they've come up with in a long time um oh and i know God. the hair looks stupid but i love it <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, it's, I it's, love it's, the it's hair. I think it's a cool thing. Yeah. Like, when's the last time we saw a furry rider? Like, come on now. <laughs> exactly. So, I'm down for stuff like that. I love Tadagami. Um, Rintaro, you know, he's kind of, I'm taking or leave him kind of thing. I'm indifferent to him. Yeah. Um, I mean, his, his secondary arc wasn't that bad, though. No, I mean, no, no, no. And that's kind of what I feel like overall at the show. Like, it, it wasn't that bad. All right. All right. I, it wasn't that bad. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. my general, like, gut feeling when I think yeah. Saber right now. Um, exactly. Like I'm not. I'm not walking away from it wishing for more. Like I'm. I'm yeah. okay with what I got. I. I if, that, if that's the best that they could come up with, okay. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I'm totally here for it. Um, and <laughs> Mark mentioned that you know, it had it had a certain charm to it, and we got some great memes. Like I tweeted, you know, after all said and done, <laughs> Saber's legacy will be the run, <laughs> hands down. That will be its legacy. Yeah. Ah, Luna. <laughs> That'll be Saber's legacy. So yes, you know, and Daishinji died. Oh my goodness, that was <laughs> Daishinji died. Oh great. <laughs> oh my goodness, Daishinji. That is a character I could do an entire expose on. <laughs> I, I, I mean, let's, I, if, if for all the other right, for all the other um, sabers, all the other calendar, whatever their names, are, sort of logos. He's his is a very, very new character and a very fresh one. He's he's not like any other character for a long time. Yeah. Like as as he like I really did they abandon I I didn't try to notice, but did they abandon or did he overcome his um aversion for eye contact? Uh, the like, whole thing is I think he just spent so much time with his friends, sort of thing. He kind of yeah. just stopped worrying about it because like he really didn't know anyone who was in and out of the base, kind of thing. You know, I, other than like I Ogami. Yeah, I couldn't remember if they gave him like a character. 
I honestly think they just kind of stopped talking about it. <laughs> okay. uh, I was waiting for something to happen because I was really looking forward to, to him like overcoming and really being like, a, you know, you know, more uh, an ex- uh, um, um, another version of Rintaro coming out mm-hmm. of the shell. So I, I don't know. I was looking forward to that. I just I couldn't remember if it had happened or and I missed it. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah. His character is one of the doper ones. Uh, I like that he started off as like this blade badass. Like there wasn't. Yeah. Couldn't, kick his ass for nothing like yeah like he was the dude (laughs) yeah he was this he was the um uh mr dangerous for this you know he was he was the 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 litmus test yeah for for what saber was supposed to be and he definitely like kind not that he was ever a bad guy but he kind of did have that cartoony thing that kind of towards the end where like he did become kind of a, a meme a little bit um yeah but it was they all did. <laughs> played up from like his base stuff you know what i mean and not to a cartoonish level so like you know he's always been obsessed with the swords he's always enjoyed working on them and like he's kind of like the basement weirdo when it comes to that stuff and i feel like they they cooked that up a little bit but it wasn't to like yeah. in an intolerable level you know what i mean um the only thing i wish they steered into a little more was the the metal rock star thing I wish they stayed into it a little more. Yeah, just when he uses Bremen, especially towards the end, he doesn't like, <laughs> you know, which no, I think given the stakes back, yeah. would have added another level to it. You know what I mean? Like, despite all that, he's still like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I just, I was a little annoyed by that, but I did enjoy his character overall. And that's, I mean, that's an extremely minor grievance. Oh yeah. Extremely minor. But like that was my favorite aspect of the character and that's what solidified him like right out the gate that he was my favorite writer. So that's what I'm saying. It's, we're not, we're not, we're, we have to dig for something to complain about. Yeah. So I dig that. Uh, I get, I get that. We're, we're okay with him. Uh, other writers, however, are not as on par. Not, not even nowhere near as close to Randall. And like he, he's very like, he, he's, I think he's very middle of the road when it comes to the characters in the show, honestly, like Daishinji in the grand scheme. Like he had that a few moments. He didn't have a huge arc, um, kind of like what Mark was saying. He needed a little bit more. Um, we yeah. obviously needed more Brennan no Rock Band. Um, but yeah, he's very middle of the road. And I think he's a good like gauge for the rest of the cast. You know what I mean? I mean, Buster is the number one. I think if, if if anybody can get along with anybody, Buster is. Let me one. tell you, like, Ogami, honestly, I'm indifferent to his character. Like, I don't have that same, you, you know, you, you deal more with, like, your nephew and stuff. You have that, like, fatherly yeah, yeah. thing going on. I don't feel that. I'm dead inside. I'm alive, but I'm dead. You know what I mean? So, we're good there. Yeah. Together. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, every time Buster comes on screen, I'm like, that's the one. like that's the one every single time i see i'm like that's my rider that's the one i want to be i don't care about anything else you can give me what except maybe dragonic knight i will give that in in tatagami but like buster i was like nope that's i like that one i like that one a lot (laughs) head cannon cannon, sora taking that up in the future oh boy that's gonna be dope yeah so I mean, we got plenty, plenty of time for V Cinemas. I'm sure it'll happen at some point. There's, there's one more coming up. Um, they already announced one. Yeah, or I think they just released the trailer this morning. Um, there's a trailer. I yeah, there's a trailer out. It's a very clippy kind of trailer, like 30 second. Yeah. Here's some clips. But it Tell looks me. like uh, Espada is gonna get his version of like Lion Senki and Dragonic Knight, which is I am super excited for. I, I'm okay with that because I, I was okay with him having his own thing though, like his just in the, the three volume, like. Yeah. That that first super form, right? Yeah. Uh, Mark saying that Ogami the Buster manga is really good, so I'm excited. Is it translated anywhere? I would love to check that out. But yeah, no, Ogami, he's another one who's very middle of the road for me, and it was cool to see their like 
their uh, bro-heemness, their bro-love between him and uh, Daishinji. I thought that was really cool. And the fact that they, like, the team-ups at the end were very strange at first, other than, like, um... Thanks, Mark. I yeah, just hit were, me up. I'll, I'll read it. But they were, like, very strange at first. Like, Kenzan and Daishinji is a very strange combination to me, but it was also, like, maybe just because we haven't seen them before, and I was kind of for that, I too. Think it, yeah, I think it was it was for the sake of, of uh, freshness. That's that's how I, I thought of it. It's just, like, there's... And and then the, the tactical... Uh, or at least the fact that Yuri had to do that marathon run. I yeah. Guess. And, like... Maybe. So we, I mean, that's, we can get into that whole ending there in general, because yeah. I have a lot of opinions about that when I texted you this morning. I was right. like, I have a lot of opinions. And a lot of them had to do with that whole section. Um, let's go, let's get into the final episode. Well, I, I, I kind of wanted to get through the writers first, honestly, just to kind of. Oh my God, bro. Like, okay. <laughs> we can do both. We can do both. Because they, they it is kind of the point is like they highlight the writers. That's kind of the whole yeah. aspect. Yeah. I will say overall, I think even like the second half of the show in general, I think the choreography got amazing. Um, it never, it never was bad. They it just, was never awful, but like CG too much at some points. But yeah, yeah, but like, and it a lot of it could have been COVID stuff. You know what I mean? They got to do the green screen, all yeah. that kind of stuff. But like, absolutely, pretty much yeah. where he gets, um, where they get like Lion Senki and like King Arthur, like onward when they started doing the tandem fights and stuff like that. I think it started yeah. to get amazing to where I was very impressed by these last couple episodes, like this whole run. So story wise, if anyone's unfamiliar with the story that's listening, um. <laughs> Solomon creates this like pseudo final book becomes Kamen Rider Solomon um yes. so he's the, the master of logos and then he turns into a huge dick and then basically Storius one of the Megiddo who's been there since the beginning goes in and goes ha 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 I'm the true evil villain because stories are the worst and I was a poet one day and I uh, uh, well, wait I get uh, it I get it no Storius and here's the here's the weird part I get Storius his rage and he's like an extreme version of what I would become you know you I was have, watching it and I was like I bet you Rob think, relates to this a lot oh my god I was, I'm like Storius bro I get it man like, I understand bro it's okay I would want to blow everything up too <laughs> so in a nutshell so to 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 give the overview Storius from the beginning has been manipulating events to play into his big scheme yep. to take the power at the critical moment because he's so pissed off about plagiarism yep about uh, he plagiarized the book of knowledge and he's very mad at it because he thought it was his idea <laughs> you know when you come up with an original idea and you find out that hey this other dude who's like three times more popular richer and handsomer than you yeah that's already his and yeah. and, and and his name is Tite kubo and you like his bleach stuff so much and you came up with like a whole arc and, <laughs> and he stole all of your ideas for it. it's okay it's okay <laughs> we've talked about it on the podcast before but rob created for one of our friends created like a whole bleach fan thing turned us all into bleach characters and then like every idea that was new at the time magically started showing up in bleach <laughs> 2013 i wrote this and it and what was what was the 2015 when it started happening that everything started yeah out? something like that and yeah when when the when the thousand year blood war arc was coming out i think it was like a year after i had written that and everything I had written was in there. <laughs> like, yeah, it was funny. Yeah, it was funny. It was watching him crumble under like non-existent copyrights of how this man found his Google Drive kind of thing. How did it happen? Who told him? He found me. <laughs> uh, That's just drift compatibility with an author. 
<laughs> You're piloting your story, Jaegers. That's what's going on. <laughs> like, we clicked in the middle of a dream, and he was like, that guy is genius. I steal now. You. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where his deep-seated, like, rage yeah. gene seed so, came from yeah. <laughs> that so made Storius. him relate to Storius. <laughs> yeah, so that's where that's where I connected with Storius. So Storius wants everything to burn because he, he hadn't had an original idea. Yeah, he read so, it in this uh, book of om omnipotence or whatever. It happened yeah. to all be in there. Everything. And it was a cool, it was a really cool thing because it, it really, it really drove home the fact that the book has literally everything in it. Yeah. Literally everything. So there was no, there was nothing that Storius could do to free himself. And I, I get that. I understand this predetermination, this, this feeling trapped and, and that's what he was going against. Yeah. It's just how you did it, bro. It's really just how you did it, man. <laughs> like, uh, you have you, you had um um toma fighting him and he gets his ass handed to him handily even in the cross saber form so yep. like at the critical moment he gets kicked into like the the 300 pit in the beginning <laughs> the literal 300 pit because stories <laughs> stories had made this like tower he erects this yeah. huge like evil villain tower this is where my dastardly plan to destroy the world and all stories come from kind of thing yeah it, it's it teetered very close to the to built but you know it's it was that yeah and and you he spire was there. the word i was looking for spire <laughs> he he beats toma he kicks him into this thing he he awakens mm -hmm. because of primitive dragon we finally get to see primitive dragon one more time that was fun and he fights just uh, that's that's another thing you were going at the core the choreography for primitive dragon is so so um uh what's the right word primal that it's 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 so different when yeah. he does it it's yeah. it's fresh and then you're like wow they still remember to do that stuff you know he's not twirling the saber he's trying to stab you with his mouth you yeah. know like he literally <laughs> licks the sword <laughs> <laughs> so yeah just seeing that again was fun and then yeah. uh we get we get a couple more shenanigans but you know uh peacemaker says they wish it was brave dragon and they went and then he went to dragonic knight let me tell you the dragonic amount knight. of just just slobbering I would do on people to get Dragonic Knight back for an episode. <laughs> oh like my goodness. Kai, they definitely like Kai Dragonic Knight. I did Kai like Knight? it. That's the problem. And I know that they cannibalized it for that suit, and that's why we never see it again. So, so frustrating. So even, frustrating. Even the cross version of that looks dope, man. The cross version of that looks dope. There's man. a cross version of Dragonic Knight? It's it's a I've seen of like a, a plate like a oh yeah that's what I wish the base form was honestly like if he did yeah. Dragonic Knight base cross saber I'd be less annoyed that it was just like I mean and I think I mentioned it when they first revealed it I respect the hell out of the the work that went into the cross saber suit like that is a hand painted galaxy design I respect the hell out of that I just Damn. I hope this this continuation of like the f base form is the final form thing stops um like it's just it it's fine i just it, it's gonna get old very quickly <laughs> and like yeah. i just i really love the dragonic suit it's the cleanest one in the entire series it's probably is it objectively i think it's the best looking form honestly like personal bias aside i think it's the best looking form it's very clean now that we have you saying that's over senki my per my personal choice is Tadagami. I love that suit. That's my personal favorite. I think objectively, though, like the cleanest, the best looking suit is Dragonic Knight. 
I dig that. Yeah. It's it's it has a very uniform look. It's very it's the it's the most uniform of all of them. So yeah. I, it has the cleanest look. It's it, it reminds me a lot of Metal Cluster. So it's kind of like uh, I can't really decide between the two. Yeah. Um, but Saber uh, Saber's base is the vanilla form is my favorite. I I can't help but every time I see the design, I don't get tired of it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like like Ghost Vanilla. You know. <clears throat> You you would think that you get you get worn out. You just you don't even pass it like you, you pass over it yeah. gradually. Every time I see Saber, I'm like, that's a good looking suit, man. Some bitch. <laughs> yeah, it did grow on me. I'll give it that because once um, Almighty is that what the book's called? The final one, Almighty Wonder, whatever it is. Wonder, Wonder Almighty. Yeah. Wonder, Wonder Almighty. Almighty. Um, when it did come out, I don't know if it was because they like repainted the cross Saber one, and so it had a fresh coat of paint. But I was like, okay, I don't I don't dislike <laughs> this as much as I did at the beginning. Um, yeah. I kind of really dug, speaking of Saber's suits, um, before getting back to like the the, the team-ups. Um, yeah. I really digged the triple dragon one that he busts out again from the movie with Falchion when he's fighting Falchion with the shield. That's the oh, repaint yeah. of Forza's shield. Crimson, Crimson dragon form, something like that. Crimson dragon's his three-volume one, but this is the like movie one that had the three dragons. It was the, the red, white, and oh, black dragon. Red, white, and black, yeah. Yeah, uh, so he has the cape, and he's got the, the Forza shield that's repainted. Um, <laughs> I wish he used that one more. I, emotional dragon, thank you. Um, emotion. Yeah, I wish he used that more because I didn't see that little short movie, whatever it is, with Falchion to begin with. I didn't. I never watched it. But like, no, I really dig that. It's like an upgrade to his base suit kind of thing with the shield, just because it follows the whole knight motif and everything. I think that yeah. was a really cool addition. I dig that. I yeah. mean, it. He. His he as broken as Toma was, they you know, and he cycled forms weekly for the first you know half of the show. Yeah, we and got the literally idea never that, touched him again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we did see Jack and the Beanstalk at the end. That was nice, and the three little pigs. I was expecting my buff fairy girl to come back, but you know, I no, have high I expectations. Forgot about her. <laughs> I forgot about her. <laughs> Oh, I she never forgot. Been, I spent 47 episodes have, waiting for her to come back. <laughs> it would have been perfect if, if everything was done, Saber was, the dust was settled, and then all of a, a, a sudden you hear from the distance. And then she clotheslines the shit out of stories. <laughs> what if that's who's carrying him out of the pit? <laughs> She's just like, I have this thing. You want your hero? He's like, her turn. <laughs> <laughs> she drops Toma and takes the book. <laughs> well, we play now. <laughs> oh my god, I miss her so much. She was so good. I cried so hard watching that episode. She would come out of the hole with a Bane mask on. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> she starts using him as a sword like Arthur. <laughs> Oh my okay. god, that'd be amazing! Now it is time, Storius! <laughs> thank you, my friend! It has been fun! Storius, your real enemy has arrived! <laughs> Goodbye! Yo! Goodbye! <laughs> Where did we go? What? The fairy, the poor fairy, what did we do? What happened? That was the best choice you ever made! Not I forgot about her. That sucks that I completely oh forgot about her. That's, that's the, the reason. Is, that's, yeah, like that's the, why Saber's amazing. The <laughs> yeah, the, the older episodes were fucking great, man. Like, <laughs> so absurd. Dude. Oh my god, I can't believe I can't believe that. Right? But, yeah, so 
I can't believe that. That was I forgot. She was like the best thing. The best thing. <laughs> and like probably up until this whole like storm the castle thing. It's probably my fa- honestly, it's probably my favorite moment in Saber, period. <laughs> yeah. I mean I I was digging everything for the uh, for the uh disaster fight. How did you like that? So disaster was an interesting character and by interesting i mean i think they could have done a little more with him i think um, they should have i think they would have they should have but i think a lot of it yeah shigaraki <laughs> being the voice actor is probably kind of expensive <laughs> and i think a well, lot of his character was sold by the voice acting um you think he, you think he charged per word too like <laughs> what is this sentence no cut that in half <laughs> yeah, i wouldn't I, I don't know he, he probably just decayed the script when he was done you know <laughs> <laughs> it, it was like you know they 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 def i, I understand it yeah. mis- your point makes more sense as to why they cut him yeah. a lot shorter because that little arc he had with with ren did you did you think that that was a be- the best direction for both of them yes absolutely i think that chunk is there's little moments of that throughout the whole series right where like you have these microscopic and i'm gonna say microscopic because there's a point to this microscopic moments between two characters that are very very well done and it's kind of surrounded by a lot of like (laughs) (laughs) Um, like there's a lot of fluff i feel like between these microscopic really like you get to the meat of these things and they're fantastic like the whole like that three episodes where you know disaster is dying literally um yeah until we get to when Kenzon does his Omni Slash with the <laughs> stupid, with his, not even stupid, that was a terrible <laughs> word because that was amazing, but he does the Omni Slash awesome, and it's like, it's kind of <laughs> crazy. Um, like stupid awesome is I guess the way I was trying yeah, to think of and it, it just was, came it was, off as negative, but I don't mean stupid in a bad way. Um, no, no, I got you. He, and he, you know, up until then, that was a fantastic arc. I just feel like, you know, Peacemaker saying he did follow him around, be like, hey, join my team. Let's get weird. You know, all this kind of stuff. Yeah, he did, yeah, but like, I wanted that bond to sizzle a little more. That's really yeah. what it was. Because um, like, I think when you have such great final interactions like that, they could be kind of, they could feel like they're out of nowhere when they're not like sprinkled in as hard as possible. Um, right. You know what I mean? Like when it's not a slow burn. And again, the way I, I feel, yeah, I'm not articulating I, this well, but like, and I didn't no, mean no. as hard as possible, but like when you, when you let them gestate long enough, you yeah. get a beautiful butterfly that comes out. You know what I mean? And I think I, some yeah. of it is we skip to them in the cocoon and then the butterfly comes out. Right. And that's what I mean is like the payoff wasn't as big as it could have been. Like it could have been so much more mag magnitude when if ren ended up having to kill disaster you know like you know but, it, it was and it's not even the i think the payoff was that. the great part that's the thing what i'm saying is like the lead up to but that what, is kind of what made than, it not as great other than ren's perceived evolution as a character yeah you know that his, his catharsis in that moment is genuine i'm not gonna take that away yeah but it's not like you gained yeah, I want to I want to equate it to like a power up for him. You know what I mean? That's just what I'm trying to 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 balance it out as the catharsis of the story was more impactful. But like you said, they could have done more with it. Yeah. But I don't think Ren could have done more with it. You know? Yeah, I don't think the end result would have been different. Honestly, I think that right. is yeah. the perfect end result to what they wanted from these two characters and their relationship. It's just the journey to get to that point. I wanted to be a little meatier. 
That's all. Yeah. So it's not necessarily where I didn't like or felt like it was a bad ending. I thought it was fantastic. I thought that whole moment, like I got a little choked up a little bit. I was like, ooh, his buddy, ooh. I just wish it was kind of more like, I think it was more of an empathizing with that situation kind of thing than it was like, oh, I've really spent time with these characters. I really feel for both of them. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I'm just a big old softy, my old age at that point. At this point, so that's that's pretty much what it is. So um, I just there's a lot of moments like that, like that, and um, there was another one I was thinking of specifically when when I was thinking of this before we get on the show, and that'll come to me as we talk about it. But like, there's a couple moments like that where I feel like they just didn't gestate long enough to where this great payoff could have had so much more weight to it. That kind of thing. Like, it's not that it wasn't a bad moment. It's just it it could have had a better buildup. That's all. He he kind of really when you when you notice the episode before that disaster is consigning himself to this, yeah. It's it's like, wow, okay. Like he's just he knows that he's at his limit, but he sees this other person mm-hmm. that is really bringing this other aspect. So what I'm trying to say is like I think disaster like you said made it what it was yeah because i don't think ren had it on his own no. so i think ren but, is still probably the weakest of all the writers i don't like ren honestly like kenzon's a cool form he's got some cool abilities i just i don't like ren period yeah <laughs> it's, it's just not it's not the strongest thing but it's it's not it, it, we needed a ren to get i guess uh, actually no we didn't need a ren but he was there <laughs> for the sake of variety in this like see here's kind of my thing too so ren is always like the hot-headed you know whatever kind of thing and then i feel like part of it they didn't plant this whole like he strength is justice thing early enough because i feel like he always kind of just came off as like i'm gonna be the strongest because i'm a cocky kid you know what i mean yeah it wasn't necessarily this almost morality to where his strength needs to be strength period you know what i mean like that kind of thing so like i think that's where they kind of fell apart with ren when it came to that um and he just like he wasn't a likable character in any way and like there's ways to do characters that are unlikable but correct you know what i mean like there's a way to make it um yeah the peacemaker saying it doesn't help that some of the material early got shoved into a side material exactly um yeah so yeah. it's it's kind of like that you know the Towser episode thing when naki was like a main thing in Towser and like that whole origin story and like are you yeah are you getting to kind of disheartened that you know we have to now consume every side piece of a little cinema bit, yeah. thing yeah. in order just to get the core story you know yes. like yes very much like, so. like not- i shouldn't have to go to a manga series i shouldn't have to you know i'm not saying the buster manga did this specifically but i shouldn't have to go to a manga series i shouldn't have to go to a side series to get a fully fleshed out character in context of the story you can use those yeah. things to flush out a character more give him yeah. a history you know that kind of thing but i shouldn't to get a meaty juicy character i should not have to take pieces from 10 different things and put them together myself i feel like that's just me like the, yeah. um but like it like i am all for putting as little work as possible on the consumer you know what i mean right yeah i, I but you i get it's to sell things i get yeah. it's for the money but again think of it like this like like we were saying earlier we didn't know ogami's wife was alive until nearly the end of the show yeah now whether or not that affected the story no but it meant a lot to the character and we cared about the character you know what i mean so give us like 
five minutes of them eating brunch. <laughs> you know, yeah. like if you could give us the the plays that they put on for this yeah. stupid little like honestly lesson. something as simple as like when he got turned to stone, right? And we were all like, oh my god, they killed Buster already! Uh, Holy shit, they killed yeah, Buster already! Uh, if they had him have a moment where he was just like grateful to be home to his wife, something as right. simple as it, like a two minute scene where he just like comes in, and I understand like physical contact isn't as much of a thing but ogami clearly doesn't like care when it comes to japanese culture you know what i mean like right he's a very much like a boisterous i'm just gonna go for it here's my love here's my everything i am best dad and yeah. i feel like a simple moment is him coming home and like hugging his wife would have been so mm -hmm. powerful to his character and it's little things like that that could have really elevated this and all of the characters to a point where i would be like this is actually a fantastic writer series like peacemaker I, I need i have a question about the manga if you read it is it mostly backstory it's prequel it's a prequel so it, it, he's, like, he's a high school kid 15 years oh really mark read the manga yeah peacemaker did not read it mark read the manga oh. um but it's mark, a prequel it, he takes it's high school i believe mark said so it takes place in high school it's not even when he's a eight a years before the show there you go Oh, okay. so it's probably how he becomes sort of logos and runs around with the old dudes. So, so you know what I mean? Like, it, then it probably does. Does it do anything for the story? Exactly. Really? So what? it shouldn't. It, a side story like that, I think, shouldn't change how you receive a character and how it defines a character. It should add to it. It should be your whipped cream and cherry to your Sunday kind of thing. Like you're for here the for the flashbacks Sunday. we did in this show, bro. Like all the flashbacks we had. You know it. it like we had 47 flashbacks of the same moment yeah throughout every episode you know what i mean they did yeah. it once an episode so like it's just that's just, that's kind of what i'm getting at when it comes to the characters themselves there's little it, things that they could have used to like i was saying gestate these characters a little more to make these last because i think these last 10 episodes or so were extremely strong i thought they were very strong um it's just leading up to those 10 episodes wasn't as strong so it kind of fell short a little bit right I mean, uh, Kento. Mm -hmm. What's your what's your take on Kento? Because arguably, I wanted I wanted to like Rintaro more, but I do think I like Kento a little bit more than I like Rintaro. I like He's, yes, I like Kento a little more because I feel like he had more of a dip into a redemption arc kind of thing, like an actual hump to get over. Rintaro was sorry. like he he his was more of like opening up and becoming like you know a human <laughs> as opposed to like <laughs> sword man Not, number seven yeah, <laughs> yeah. so sword i mean man. which is fine i'm totally okay with that like rintaro developed into a better character in my opinion as well like he opened up he, you know that was the whole point he he went from being soldier man number seven to like a human um right but Mostly. i think kento had more of an actual character to start with and then kind of went through arcs and dips because you know at the end of the day but again it came back to like ren where they didn't really go hard into this like justice is strength kind of thing with kento right. right out the gate it was always i'm here to protect my friends i'm here to protect and his yeah. whole arc kept that theme while also changing his character and the way he's when going he, about it yeah i agree that you know when when they first introduce him you get the vibe that he's going to be the down homie and then when they kill him you're like oh wow like damn okay damn. <laughs> like Okay, yeah. that's that's how this and again, and that's that's like we said in the first arc of the show. Like yeah. that's how hard and fast they hit it, where 
they get you get fake outs you get real deaths well i guess a fake out technically but it's it's actually yeah. he actually died because he got pulled out of there right yeah the, no, he, he gets absorbed into the, he doesn't actually die he gets sort absorbed right. into the sort of right. darkness before he dies it's a fake out it's a fake <laughs> yeah. out my bad but you know it, it's just the, the implication of it is still impactful because he's not like back the next episode it's yeah not he's like, gone for a few episodes yeah 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 he's it's it's an implied like oh shit you yeah. know so the hit and then when he does come back this this um the way they explain his reasoning yeah was really good like when like i was really i bought into it because yeah. it makes sense when you put yourself into his dilemma yeah it, you got sealed in darkness to witness what like the same thing that Doctor Strange did? He watched yeah. every possible future over and over and over and over again, yep. watching his friends die an infinite number of times to not see a way out. Yeah, and you he know? was like, "Well, right. if I got to be the bad guy to save these guys, I will. Screw it." Yeah, you know, um, it's my only problem. I will say, like, I, like I said, I think it was fantastic because it it stuck to his theme of I'm going to protect. Um, but I think yep. the only bad part is they kind of. I think they stuttered on him actually making the change too many times where it was like, is he going to take back a spotter? Is he not? Is he a good guy now? You know what I mean? Like yeah. they, I think they played that hand one to one or two too many times to where if he had, and I get it. The whole point was he was, you know, floundering on this new ideal of like, I'll be the bad guy. I'll do what I have to do. I'll sacrifice myself so they don't have to. I understand yeah. that was kind of his point, but I think they just utilized it. Like I said, a few too many times to wear it. By the time he did make the change, I was like, oh, thank God. Finally, Jesus. <laughs> but personally, I, I preferred Saskento. I did like him, that character, mm -hmm. over the sappy, you know, let's go make puppet shows. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just the... But the, I kind of... I, mean? <laughs> I liked it because it's one of those things where, like, you know it's there. Because, like, not every person... You know, the classic, like, That's if you're making true. people happy, they're probably real sad on the inside, like Robin Williams. Yeah. Quote, I forget what the exact quote is, but yeah, 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 you know what I mean? Like, it was that kind of thing where, like, oh, you know, this dude's got some demons. But at the end of the day, he's doing this because he does genuinely love his friends. That's that's yeah. And then even when he did come back around, there was still he was still harbored some of those apprehensions because he was still looking to Toma like, are you sure? Like, you know, like. Like, you're sure we're good. He's like, yeah, we're good, bro. We're yeah, good. We're good. I'm we're bleeding good. out of every hole, but yeah. we're good. <laughs> and I think um, Peacemaker mentioned it earlier, but, you know, I think Luna had to do a lot of do with a lot of that. Like, she's very much like not a character. She's just a plot device. Like, she had no personality she whatsoever. Becomes, she becomes a MacGuffin, bro. She, she, she literally a, that's what Peacemaker said. Yeah, literally becomes a MacGuffin. Um, and <laughs> I think part of that is literally she's just there to do like Kento change because that's when I feel like he had his resolve of going back to Toma. It was like, no, I got to save my friends, Luna and Toma. And then yeah. on that, I think I felt a little bad for Rintaro because it turned into like the three amigos and Rintaro's like, I'm here too, guys. Hey, that's I think that's why they really leaned into the May thing because they, he had nothing after that. <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, oh, he's the third yeah. guy. OK, yeah. <laughs> he went from being secondary to tertiary real quick. <laughs> So I felt I felt a little bad about that. I was like, oh, no, Toma's got his good friend back and Rintaro's there. OK, but so so when he when the one thing that uh, that Sas Kento could have done that I wish he did mm -hmm. was dual wield. 
Espada. Oh yeah, there's a lot of really cool art. Um, the person, Catball1994, who does those really cool exaggerated, they did like the Primitive Dragon, the, the Hojo Senki that you sent me. Um, they do yeah. those crazy like exaggerated ones. They did yeah. one where they mixed Espada and Jewel, and it looks Ooh. so cool. <laughs> Spada. Yeah, <laughs> it looks very like dark lightning. I, uh, how many times have I talked about having a dark electric Pokemon? Like, come on now. Yeah, bro. That'd be oh, so cool. Um, but yeah, I was. Yeah. I really hope that that would have happened at some point. Yeah, and I really liked that. You know, Kento and Ren had their moment at the end too, where they did the team up. Um, they finally had a little like back to action yeah. sort of thing. So let's let's. Who were the teams? It was Yuri and. So out um, the gate. Um, Again, to yeah. preface, because I don't think we talked about it, when when Storius makes the spire, they start the the war against it, where Storius literally generates an army. Yeah. And one of the most upsetting things is Sophia takes up the Dark Blade and not May. <laughs> yeah, one of the most missed opportunities ever. However, would you want May to have a belt? Yes, absolutely. No. Oh my god, everybody's gonna get stabbed. How many people <laughs> thought she was gonna become a spotter? How many people? She should have. But if she should have. Like, again, they would have pulled the trigger, but then her character would have been, like, a completely different character. Yeah. But, and, the, like, honestly, she didn't have a crazy strong arc. She kind of just got less annoying, and that was more endearing than anything. Like, she just kind of got endearing. Um, I appreciated that. Yeah. Like, I'm all for her <laughs> not screaming for 20 minutes they, an episode. They eliminated all the annoying characters one at a time. And yeah. And they made them, like, actually kind of wholesome. So I was like, okay, I'm here for it. But, like, I just, like, I really wanted, because, like, Sophia was such a nothing character to me. Like, she disappears for a while, and then she just gets this, and then, like, she has this weird moment where they just, like, summon back the original Saber and, uh, you know, Juo, the original Caliber. Yeah. That, yeah. And, like, they don't even really do that. anything. They just, yeah. like, phantom fight while she's actually fighting, because yeah, they're just there, like, and then they come back. <laughs> <laughs> they give them a window. They they open like a window for them to to fight or whatever. <clears throat> it wasn't it wasn't done well. No, <laughs> but they were there. But yeah. I do, <clears throat> I did I do follow the the actress, the Sophia actress on Instagram, mm -hmm. and she did post that her kids get like super psyched that they get that they gave her a belt and she actually henchined into Jao. So, oh, okay. So that's what Peacemaker yeah. was talking about. They just sent yeah. a message saying yeah. that exact thing. So, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I will I, forgive that from a yeah. that's adorable standpoint. That's adorable. Right. That's adorable. Like, knowing that, I'm like, okay. Context is Saber. I kind of wish it was May. <laughs> Outside yeah. Saber for, you know, the real world. I'm down for it. All that's cool. cool. Yeah. Because, like, I wish I could be a writer and make myself happy. We're going to do that one day. One day. You and I, man. Toey. <laughs> What's day? up, Toey? How you doing? <laughs> I got plenty of writer's <laughs> ideas. We can do this. Bro. <laughs> Yeah, still there. Anyway, um, <laughs> so the team ups we had like uh, Yuri and Sophia as the they're they're on the outer they're the outermost trying to yep. break everybody in. So they because they, they can create in. literal black holes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's use the most broken powers out here. Yeah, let's let's get the masses down with this black hole. That seemed that was actually a genius plan. <laughs> <laughs> so they they do because it was a it was a legit art. i was really hoping that they were gonna do like a good half episode of them just fighting goons you know just yeah just but it was a solid there. like sweep around when they were all fighting the goons before they like ran inside that's just me because i like like extended battle sequences yep. and this was like the best version of that so it's just me i like what did you think right before this all started what did you think of the group pension 
it was okay. It was, it was loud. <laughs> it, was too much. it was very Saber loud. Saber alone takes up too much, and you really, I, I really hope the next that Revice's final form, final base form, jingle is like a quarter of it. Because the Almighty Wonder Almighty is tolerable. Yeah. Even that's a bit much. Yeah. With the. Ugh. God, hold on. I want to see if I can find it. Go They're ahead. just like, uh, it's just, yeah, all all 10 of them or 12 of them, whatever it was at that point, henching at the same time. And the fact that, like, they all had a different phrase and jingle and everything, it was just, like, so much noise happening to where I was like, why, why? I'd rather you just do a roll call. I mean, I, I'm i also extremely biased to a roll call, but I'd rather they just did, like, boom, 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 and, like, a quick henching as opposed to, like, all of them going off at <laughs> once. Well, that's just because you like Blade. Shut up. Well, listen, I just... Saber, Blade, Blade Saber. But, like, it was just but so I, loud. I, you know what I mean? Like, so loud. No, it was. I completely agree. But it was it was definitely, like... They, they, it was either that or they would have wasted five minutes for everybody to hinge it. I'm okay yeah. with it. I'm okay with it. I would watch a 20-minute episode of having 13 writers henching. <laughs> I'm just for saying. five minutes of all the other ones for an extra two of just cross-save. Yep. <laughs> yep. I'd watch it. So, yeah, but yeah, that, that happens. And then they were, you know, they, they work their way inside. They have a really cool, like, big suite. It wasn't a continuous shot, but it was like a fake continuous shot of them just, like, roaming around the battlefield, checking everyone out, everyone doing their thing. A lot of really cool moments. Like I said, the choreography was on point for that. Yeah, supremely well done. Yeah. Very well done. Um, and then but, Yuri and Sophia stay outside to handle the masses. They literally slash a corridor <laughs> so yeah. that everyone else can run in. Um, and at then, this point, Stories had actually summoned the four sages, which were like the original badasses of the Sword of Logos. I don't. I guys. assumed they were copies, not just like the dudes. Um, but they. I don't think it. No, it could have been them at this point because he had the power to do whatever. Right? Yeah, I'm sure he had the power to do whatever. Um, but yeah. either way, he makes new like pseudo riders that all have like crazy abilities, and they're literally Dark Souls builds. It was absurd. Um, Their designs are dope though. They the, had one was a rapier. What, yeah, what was two one two was rapiers. Rapier. It wasn't just one. It was two. Yeah. That's what the coolest rapier. part. That's why I said Dark Souls builds. I was like, this is yeah. nonsense. I love it. Because because that dude had the aura aura that he lifted Durndal off the ground oh, with. Dude, get there, bro. He gets stirred up Musau. Anybody it's who played so Dynasty? Cool. Shears, Sima Shears Musau when he just raises them and just ah, he's doing it. With it's both. so good. He's and you see the actual like foot lift. They zoom in on the feet as he's getting lifted up. It's so good. I, re I remember watching it and I texted you like right away. I'm like, dude, Durandal just straight up got moose out. He's super dead. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Those guys were so like, bad. At, like, why are they so badass for jobbers? <laughs> it was, it, to me, it was like, these are like the, the like, the fractiones of him. They're like, the, 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 these have to be like on par of like cross saber for them to be that goddamn strong because it made no sense that they couldn't handle them. And it like, <clears throat> but given that they, that you saw the escalation of power, yeah. right? You had, you had Yuri and, and, and Caliber who were the base, you know, they only had one form, I think at that, but you know, then you had, you had, who was the next group? It was Ogami and... So the first one was uh, Kenzan and Slash. The second was Ogami and Rintaro. And then the third was Kento and then uh, Toma. And then they... And then they, they mix it up. Oh, I'm sorry. And then the there was Durandal and Rika yeah. in there too. 
Yeah, they get like they win, four, like, the first four rounds, moves. and then they they order they move around. Anyway, yeah. point is is that all this was just to to show off how different the the combos were. The man, how what did you think about the final moment with Ogami and Slash? So. Yeah. Yeah, so the you know they start off with these basic ones. We talked about the the Omni Slash with Kenzan and Slash, which was they did a really cool thing in there. I want to mention real quick before because Kenzan eventually runs off and then Slash like catches up. Um, yeah. So they do this really cool thing, which is super anime. It was just it was dumb, and I loved every second of it. Where um, Kenzan throws his like Ninja Star sword, and then, <laughs> uh, Slash shoots it, and he shoots the button to activate yeah. the three little pigs and it creates three dope. and i thought that was the coolest dumbest thing ever that it was dope. cool and then he just rushes in takes that punch while like kenzan's running on the wall it was just a very cool moment i don't know it was it, it, was, it was super anime and i loved every second of it for for, for everything done there like the the, the choreography is it is phenomenal you, yeah. there's nothing that I, I would i don't like about the fighting and all that yeah. so nothing taken away from that but once slash and ogami start meeting up and i was like that's when i was talking about how they really exemplified their like brohood <laughs> i yeah. thought that was a great fight um because, because they're the older guys you yeah know, they're, they're, and then they're, mark they're, hit the nail on the head they had the dbz reference where they had the versus raditz moment yes mark you nailed it bro yes yep. man i'm telling you so that's, i was like oh my goodness it's raditz oh my goodness it's raditz I was messaging you right away, bro. I was like, oh my God, it's going to happen. I was like, oh, Gavi, no. <laughs> Actually, no, I think I just texted you a giant no, like a Vader no. <laughs> oh my God. It was so cool, though, because he not only, that's, see, that's when, that was the fight where I was like, oh my God, I love Buster Suit so much. Yeah. It looks yeah, so good. And like the cinematography in that scene just exemplified how amazing it looked. And then not only does he eat this shot like Goku does, he stands there for a second and then just dehensions involuntarily because yes. oh, he's just God. standing oh, there, rock solid like, like the Genbu yep. he is. That's oh it. so we good, win. so good. And then, and then okay, so so we have that moment. They both collapse and then they fake out. Okay? Yeah. So I had right before that, before Slash catches up, I thought he genuinely died, and I really <laughs> I wish he had because. So here's here's yeah. kind of my thing on this whole situation, right? Um, and okay. not to get off topic, but I've been watching the Lord of the Rings movies again a lot lately. Um, oh, dude, I was just about to hobbit it up. Okay, yeah, no. no, I just finished the Hobbit series, and I'm on to Two Towers now. I finished Fellowship, I'm on to Two Towers. Um, right. From and I should again mention this. This is extremely off topic, but it has. I, I promise <laughs> it has a point. <laughs> um, technically Toku. Yeah, technically Toku, <laughs> but it does have a point to what I'm trying to get at. Um, I last time I had seen these movies was. I don't know, 15 years ago at this point when like the extended editions first came out for the original trilogy. Um, right. And I remember the return of the King being very much like a power thing, right? Like look how strong our heroes are kind of thing. Very much okay. so. Like, especially Aragorn. It's very much like, look at our new hero, man. <laughs> so I was watching <laughs> the Hobbit movies and they have the battle of the five armies and like legit main characters drop dead in the battle of the five <laughs> armies. And I was like, Oh my God, this is so much better. There's actual stakes to this. Yeah. And that's why yeah. I loved this chunk of fights. But at the same time, I was like, oh, they raised the stakes so hard with these sages. And then they didn't, like, commit to it. It, you know, they went for, I get, again, I'm sure this has to do with, like, a kid show and selling toys and all that. But, like, right. they they could have killed Slash right there. And I would have been yeah. like, oh, my goodness, there's actual stakes. It's, of all the people I thought were going to die, it was not Slash. Oh, my goodness. Like, yeah. they could have, uh, if they just, anybody. like, steered into the skid, obviously we wouldn't have had the cool DBZ moment. But 
I wish. No, we, we still would have got it. We, we still would have got it. We still would have got it because Yuri could have, you know, and then he actually yeah. died the second time. Yeah. I just like, yeah. I wish they kind of kept the stakes as high as they were. That was kind of my problem right. with the whole thing. That's Agreed. honestly Agreed. the only real like major downside to this whole situation where like I felt like as soon as Slash came back, I was like, oh, nope, they're all going to survive. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the second he did that. And I get Yuri. Um, <laughs> yeah if yuri like i also didn't get why he started stumbling to begin with like he just starts stumbling in on slash but like i guess he had used so much power already that was kind of yeah. the point the the previous episode they showed that he started to to poof out because of the expenditure of his power he okay. was healing and all that stuff so gotcha so he was weak to begin with got it yeah it, it was the, the disaster thing again he's just like poofing out so okay that makes more sense because yeah. i was like why is he just like i mean i thought it was that but i was like I, he hasn't healed anyone this episode why is he like already stumbling around he was fine two seconds ago so but i want i want to actually get onto yuri real quick mm -hmm. um because well when we get to that ending point remind me to get onto this point i'm trying to make on okay yuri because the next group is who kenzan and kento well it's it starts off with toma and kento the next group technically is uh rintaro and then the siblings Oh, yeah. And then, so, yeah. So, <laughs> Rintaro and Ogami start, which was a kind of an interesting combination. That's, like, one... I don't think we've really seen them team up before by themselves. Um, it's they always been, like, the them one, as the group. They fight the one with the... Uh, He's got the... He throws stuff back at people. He's got the, like, pickaxe-looking thing. The pickaxe scythe. Yeah. But he throws stuff back, and that's his whole shtick. Um, and then Rintaro is running towards Toma, and that... He just kind of, like, bypasses everyone else after that. He stops to help the brother and sister, but, like, they, he just kind of keeps going. Um, yeah, he's got a focus to get to, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, we see a little bit with that, not a whole lot, it's fine. And then, you know, obviously we get the big moment with Slash and Ogami, which I'm glad I'd rather have seen that, honestly, than, like, Rintaro and Ogami, like, force some little moment thing. You know what I mean? Like, some yeah. weird, like, if anything, it would have been like, oh, we're both swordsmen, look, young and old, da 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 da, da that kind of thing. <laughs> and it's like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. But when you get to the brother and sister, and, like, so... You know, this is no secret. Reika really loves her brother. Like, like overly much. Like, really, really loves her brother. It's weird. I don't like it. I'm not a fan. It's strange. But we're not going to wrap on that too much. We're I just, it, it's weird. It's a very strange there? moment. And he's not exactly denying her. I'm going to leave it at that. They're not going it's hard. They're not making no. out, but like he's not exactly discouraging it. <laughs> it's, it's, weird. Weird. it's weird. So, yeah. given that that's the case, it does propagate a very powerful bond between them, as as it's implied. Yeah. Okay. So when the moment happens that they have their fight, and after Rintaro takes off, they got they're like defeated. Yeah. And like literally bleeding like, and dying. <laughs> like yeah. so, you know, Durandal gets Moose out. And he has yeah. the, and then all of a sudden Sabella has like gets double stabbed and lifted off the ground, and she's got the actual like spikes in her back, like the actual shot marks, kind of thing. So like they're yeah. literally beat up, like they've dehensioned like three times now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, and and they're they're done, but they get up one more time and they fight the guy again. Yeah. They, and that's the thing about the choreography is that it's so damn good. Yeah, because they, because of the fact that they know that they're they're done for the same thing we saw with ogami and slash we see with them where they just go all out yeah where they where the they drop all flippy and all slashy and it's just this brutal struggle yeah to just 
finish him off. I will say my thing with Sabella is I was like, how many times are you going to rely on this stupid smoke trick that literally no one has fallen for in like 15 episodes? How many times? Where you just oh, gotta got like whip around a few <laughs> times and then someone just like grabs her by the throat. It happens at least three times in this fight. I was like, really? You're gonna keep doing this? Okay. I forget, I forget how it's done, but how do they do it? In, that like she does that and then it warps and then she's like in front of them and they stab them. Yeah. Like so that. like a couple times. So she started doing the really cool combination with her brother, who, if anyone doesn't know, Durandal has the the time stop. He does the Zawaldo and like walks around. Which is really cool, but he does it to her a few times, and I think that's how they get him when they're like right before they dehension. She like yeah. does her smoky thing again, and then he like teleports her. Well, you know, teleport. Yeah. But like, I thought that right. was a really cool combination. Um, it, it, it works. Yeah, it's it was cool. cool. It's a cool effect. He. I'm glad that they kept that around, and that wasn't some like gimmick thing. Like that's his shtick. Like he keeps that hard, and he steers and into it and hard. It's broken to the point because comparative to the other powers, it really doesn't do anything. Yeah, like it's not an actual teleport. It's not an actual time skip. He's just moving ultra fast, essentially. But then it seems like most people, again, going to the power scale thing you were talking about, most people kind of do the Superman where they can start turning and seeing him. You know what I'm saying? When Flash is running around. That sort of thing. And it's a cool effect. It's a good way to temper it. There's nothing wrong with how they did this shit. Yeah. Like I, I can't, I can't stress how well they thought of how to implement the choreography. Yeah. I will say, I think the other than the Muzao, which was so cool, other than the Muzao, <laughs> I think the quote-unquote death for the brother and sister was the weakest. Just because I was kind of like, "Hey, this is gross." But like, I like Slash and Ogami. I was like, "Oh, this is a cool brother moment," like that kind of thing. Yeah. I just like those two i was like oh it's more of those two they're just going like cranking it to 11 sort of thing you know what i mean like it yeah. wasn't like a oh cool we finally get to like oh yeah it was just like eh. <laughs> yeah like they do the hand thing where they're reaching out and they both fall i was like eh, that's cheesy we, i if they wouldn't have done that i probably would have been more about it because that was very like <laughs> cringy yeah so uh, so so that's how they beat that one then yeah. the next one i think is the that's when we get one. to yeah we get to uh he uses the t- the two like regular swords, um, and that's originally Toma and Kento, and then Toma runs off, and then Ren comes up and assists with Kento, so they get their team up again. What did you think of that one? Again, it's it's just the fact that you see the flow between the two, and the fact that you see Kento's uh, Kento, excuse me, uh, uh, the fighting style of Tatagami's. Mm-hmm. Where do you have? Where, I don't like again. The design itself is dope. Where do you where do you think they could have done something with Kenzami? Uh, I I don't know. I I don't really care about Kenzami either way, honestly. Um, ooh, I think we lost you. You might have your video might have gone to the shadow room. We can still hear you though. Um, so Kenzon's design is cool. It's a very cool base design. I just like other than the Omni Slash, I don't think there's really a whole lot else we could have done with it. Um, like the three little pigs add on was fine. It just kind of changed the one arm whatever i you're he's not gonna get a three volume or anything like that so it really doesn't matter and that's like you can't yeah like i because he's only got one slot on the the whatever his sword's called i forget what it's called um but like he my thing with with ken's on there's the video um i think they did what they could have with him they just make his you know they they make his fighting itself crazy and over the top and cool um yeah the design, I think it is what it is. It was never going to change. It's not as strong as Buster's, but again, I'm also biased towards big dumb swords and Buster in general. So very true. Yeah. Like it's it's fine. I don't I think the 
the electricity thing was cool green electricity is always i'm a fan of that green is my favorite color you had <laughs> something cool to it like electricity i'm game for it so when yeah. they swap when they swap uh books real quick and do their like final attack i thought that was a really cool little touch i don't so know why they didn't do that earlier but i thought it was a cool little touch <laughs> like the, just the fact that they they were they did it then was good enough like just do it once i'm okay with it yeah it's fine at least we saw it yeah so i mean it was it was fine it was i think it was in terms of i guess i guess speaking character wise it was probably technically weaker than the brother and sisters just because like it didn't have as many feels to it um i guess but like i i enjoyed the fight a little more because yeah i don't know i just like i kind of also got tired of watching sabella and durandal just get their ass kicked for like 15 episodes <laughs> it was uh, all they were doing for a bit. yeah like they, <laughs> they were they went from like actual problems to just like losing all the time so yeah i don't know it was it was cool it was cool and then you know seeing Espada actually dart around and do that kind of thing was pretty cool too it was it was fine um and then i think that's the last of them yeah because then toma's fighting storius and rintaro comes and saves him at the last minute and eventually yeah. we get wonder almighty and it lets them all hench it into their base forms together it was very much like a i will say with um cross saber and wonder almighty more so wonder almighty i'm not a fan of the like ronin warriors inferno armor thing where it takes the abilities away from everyone else to use um cross saber like obviously they didn't you know they didn't do it hard but like he did the the three volume with um alan gina and lion senki when which by the way during that fight he finally got a kick they started using kicks and i think that's why i like the choreography so much in the last couple episodes because they finally start using kicks as their final attack and i don't know if you remember the kick he uses when he has the three volume with uh, lion senki and alan gina it is one of the coolest choreographed kicks i've ever seen in a rider in the last like 10 years he does this cool like pose where he's like Whoa. he taps yeah. the ground and goes up and does it it was cool it was very cool and then he, he yeah like he, they do it one more time but like when he did that they dehensioned like he couldn't use tatagami even though it lion senki like came out of his like hip thing which was weird so yeah. i didn't i couldn't understand why he couldn't like henshin back or stay henshin as tatagami like the alan gina one i kind of get because that's like his main one but it's i don't like when they take powers away to give to the main character so that the other characters can't do anything you know what i mean like unless they do it kind of like um like a kiwami where he does have their power but they still have their power exactly that's what i was saying with cross saber like they yeah they give up their swords for a minute to like make the new hoosaken but like he can still use like they can all still henshin after he gets that you know what i mean like they, yeah. he gives it back this one he straight up like they're controlling his power with their sword and that's kind of weird to me and i don't like that um I don't, I don't like why. i said it's the ronin warriors inferno armor like when they all give up their power so that he can like get the inferno armor not a fan i don't get the, i don't get the implication of how that's better though like I, other than everybody's awesome it, it, it's <laughs> friends friendship that's why yeah. um it's true and, and that's kind of why i the wonder almighty was fine i just i i'm not a huge fan of that aspect to it so like that they taught into their base forms i'm assuming they're all supposed to be like this powered up base form kind of thing the toma is because ultra they're using instinct. yeah they're ultra instinct <laughs> base form that's what they're doing um i will say we got rintaro riding the lion one more time in that final attack <laughs> we had to do they had to do that they again, had to bro. do it and every single time it looks terrible <laughs> 
<laughs> so awkwardly placed. It just doesn't make so sense. So awkward. It's not as bad as when he was like injured running on the green screen, but like it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. <laughs> or the, or the, the ending of the, was the second episode or the first episode when he's just, he's just hanging out in the doorway on this like mini giant lion. <laughs> <laughs> like I've never yeah. I've never seen something that my brain was like is it big is it small is it normal sized why does it it doesn't look right but like it's kind of big at the same time yeah, I just, right. there's something wrong there's, yeah, there's, my brain is like what is happening in this this shot right now and yeah so we had we had him riding it one more time and I will say out of all three of their powers the Alangina carpet seems the most useful <laughs> he was just zipping in and he was out just zipping around and then like summoning people. lightning on people literally just casting zeo all over the place <laughs> so they, they they kick Storius's ass enough to have him start having relapses of his memory yeah right? he starts to remember why he liked telling stories but he's still a dick he's yeah. still like no i don't want it it's not true i'm a jackass you know it's just like <laughs> i get that <clears throat> i get but once you get to that point where they have already beaten you pack it in <laughs> like, yeah like you're done bro but i mean so they go more time it's like that the next round or something like that that <sighs> common rider stories before i go too far do you like that design over solomon yes absolutely i i like it so much more over solomon because solomon was just like it composite. <laughs> yeah it's a composite but it's like it's a not great looking composite in my opinion like the repaints and stuff that they did didn't look great even if you don't hide the parts very well like i don't know something about like i think a lot of it had to do with the helmet itself like the way that they repainted the duo it just didn't look great um yeah. it looked almost like there was electrical tape just all over it and i was like oh this kind of looks like a discount cosplay kind of thing i don't know what's going on here um so i mean i liked storius's henshin a lot too i think yes. that was kind of cool um more so i mean it's really the only like real henshin we get the whole time but yeah. it was cool with these like black ink it I, now that i think about it that actually is really cool because he was a poet and stuff and it's like this black ink shooting out of the ground and then he gets the sephiroth wings and they you know do the thing or the seraphim wings i should say not sephiroth Sep, seraphim yeah you had yeah. me at, you had me at wings yeah but, <clears throat> so the, after they beat him the world starts to break apart and everything starts to go to shit mm -hmm. um Toma starts to fizzle out. He starts to poof again. In a really and... like terrifying effect. Like so, he's destroying the world, right? And he's erasing all the stories and everything. But like, yeah. Toma, once they beat him, they're like trying to escape. But like, the world itself starts to disintegrate. And they have this like yeah. almost like a burning page thing going. Like if anyone's ever seen like Paper Burn, it's that kind of thing where like pieces are just kind of like chunking out and like fizzling and expanding. But they like do this really weird thing where like the shot is encroaching on the three of them and Toma is like doing his fizzle out thing like Yuri had done at this point and yeah. it's a really powerful moment because I was like oh my god what's happening oh my goodness oh no he's still disappearing okay no it's not happy feely fun time yeah. okay yeah. you mentioned no you mentioned Yuri poofing out and that's that's kind of the whole thing it's like yeah. the death that's coming at this moment is like what should have been when Yuri poofed when when you see Yuri poof after healing everybody just to go back to that the line bro i don't know if you if the the line that he says isn't mm -hmm. it isn't having friends that you can trust the best thing ever that's his last line like when you take his character into consideration that was great that was amazing that's how it should have been yeah anyway the, I, the impact that that you have here with the those two mm -hmm. i felt that briefly for yuri for a moment i was like wow 
that was great <laughs> i am honestly super indifferent to yuri like i feel no way whatsoever about him um, but that's my point the one the one thing i felt was gone yeah <laughs> so but yeah so toma's dying everybody's feeling it and it's a really dope effect because it's really it's it's a high moment it's 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 everything is going to shit toma's dying yeah and you're not sure what's gonna happen because it, it's not really that implied everything is gonna reset yeah but it does, <laughs> but, it does. <laughs> but it does because the power of stories and this is where when this moment is happening we get um they had put out an ad for people to send in like you know their favorite story that kind of thing and it's really cool because they do this montage of a bunch of different fans and you know the creator's name there's a content creator that made it into the video which is really cool i'm not familiar with him unfortunately yeah i, f I forget to, to look at his name again but yeah. i was reading i was watching the video and he stood out to me and uh, and it, for some reason i recognized him and I'll, I'll find his name i apologize but um you know i was like wait then does that mean that these are just people so i i just look and yeah like you said yep. i was like holy crap it was such a beautiful moment yeah i mean it's not even that crazy it's literally just no. toma standing there yeah. like <clears throat> it's it's a black screen it's just a bunch of videos that people sent in it's mm -hmm. a little blurred literally cell phone videos that people just send in <clears throat> and that's it and and then you you take a moment to consider that in the context of saber they're saying that the the voice that people were hearing told them to think of a story yeah right may. it was the message that may had sent out and it turned yeah, into this like omnipotent voice yeah. thing <laughs> and then when when they when they do that it's implied that this is the stories that they're talking about yes yeah. and it's it's such a it it's a revelation thing in the context of saber and then when you see it as a fan bro like come on yeah. how awesome would it have been to be able to send in your own ad yeah i mean i probably would have tried if i knew it was happening <laughs> so well, it was legit yeah my it was a very cool moment and then you know once the world is reset we have we're back to happy feely fun time and that's when we also get um the human gear shot because may had found toma's last story that he wrote the everlasting story and eternal you know story. eternal story sorry um and you know he's written stories at this point because he's an author he's a novelist and he's written stories and they've all had to do with his adventure right so far like it, it's, it's in tandem with the events that are going on and this is you know supposed to be the ending that he wrote and she's presenting this book i'm assuming it's like a you know we published millions and made millions on this new york bestseller kind of party <laughs> presentation being told was like an rl stein or a stephen king yeah because <laughs> like they're showing toma and they're like this is his last book all this um Oh, the human gear was played by Keiichi Hasegawa, who is the the writer. Was um, he? I'm sorry. The oh, the the award was named after him, but I believe he's a writer too. He was one of the writers. Uh, hang on, hang on. Let me pull the page back up. Wow, Keiichi Hasegawa. Yeah, so that's the one. Um, Peacemaker mentioned it earlier. He ended up writing 19 of the episodes total, which are like the majority oh. of the episodes. Um, so he gave himself an award. Yeah, he named it a award after himself and then gave it to Toma. <laughs> and then was the tie into Zero One. So, Peacemaker, you have just won the first annual official Tokudan information trophy. <laughs> <laughs> I am now a human gear. I wish I had the things, honestly. I wish they, I wish I had the, the headset. It'd be fun. Oh, I would I would rock that. I would, honestly, I would stream so hard if I had that headset that were like actual headphones. That'd be so good. Um, but yeah, so like, this is where it like so, okay so, yeah again so toma has disappeared and we find out he's in a new wonder world like he's just hanging out in the wonder world doing his thing being happy because the power 
Is it because of the power of the stories that, that he was able to rebuild it? Yeah, and that and the almighty okay. wonder, and he was able to, you know, use the power of the well, stories to rebuild a new world. And, you know, we found out early right. in the series that it needs essentially a tie that, like, a guardian of the wonder yeah. world. So he becomes the new guardian, stays over there. And I was like, oh, my God, that's a great ending. Like, the main character, once again, because, again, Blade. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because Blade. Because Blade, yeah. the main character yeah. sacrifices everything and didn't even get, like, a bad deal in this yeah he's, he's alone but like he's in a happy cool place and he loves stories and it's a world of stories yeah. um may had a wonderful speech she, she had a fantastic this. speech and that was part of the thing where i was like oh my god may's a real character this is fantastic and yeah, like it was-, it was just a cool ending and then toma comes back <laughs> everybody comes back he thanos snaps everybody back yes everybody so that's part of the back. thing too everyone who's disappeared comes back which is fine i would have been fine with that if it was just that. If it was, if it just, was just that, that and he's just in the Wonder World doing his thing, you can save it for a V Cinema, whatever, where he comes back and does like the, the Goku visiting for a day sort of thing. I'm yeah. down for that. But then he just walks up and it's like nothing ever happened. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, we've it's been how long? Who knows? But hey, you're here. Yeah, like, welcome back. What's up, buddy? And that's and that's it. That's it. And then he and Kento go have a weird hug, and that's it. And that's, then, they, I think they start like frolicking or something. I don't know. And then they have they have a straight up Star Wars ending. There's a straight up Star Wars moment where the ghosts of everyone who they defeated, who didn't come back, <laughs> they all got snapped and did not come back. That's some biased no. shit right there. <laughs> I think Tomo was smart about that though. He's like, nah, not these guys. <laughs> I mean, if he was, you know. A, a you know omnipotent benevolent god he would have been like hey you guys learned your lesson how about chance number two what's going on uh, he wrote the book and he's like oops tore out that page yeah, he's like oh Storius Storius was like you're my hero I knew it the whole time and he was like you ain't shit Storius I hate you but it was funny because they got it's just <laughs> it was a very strange like Star Wars ending thing but yeah after all that yeah and and then that's it um that's pretty much it everybody gets this you see daishinji in the lair everybody just goes back to doing their normal stuff and that's it yes stories did get to have a little bit of a redemption which is pretty cool surprisingly (laughs) which is is a good idea but eh, what was the point of the story if you're just gonna be like i mean you're all right man (laughs) yeah no I, i don't yeah. But uh, honestly, like, <laughs> I just I wish Toma had stayed gone is my point. Like that last 30 seconds or so or two minutes, whatever, when they have this the him coming back and the weird like Star Wars ghosts and all this. And they could have cut that and just ended it with May's speech, honestly, and rolled credits and just done like a hey, here's here's Rentaro, here's Kento, you know, hanging out yeah. by the tree, just longing for his friend, all this kind of stuff. They could have done all of that. And I would have been like, wow, that is a great ending. And then, you know, uh, epilogues, V cinemas, all that. That's when you bring Toma back. But well, them bringing him back right after then, that is kind of what killed it for me. But then we're going back to the point where we were just saying, like, we don't want to have to to consume side things. But that's the thing. That's the end of the story. That's like, even if he doesn't come back, you can have him, you know, they reopen the gate to the Wonder World. Some nonsense happens. They go to Wonder World to see him. And then, you know, from whatever MacGuffin there, that's when he can come back to the real world. I'm down for that. But like Toma, Toma goes to hell and sees Ichigo. <laughs> yeah, like I just I wanted them to do I just wanted them to like again put some like hard stakes to this and steer into the calamity that they were creating. 
Like yeah. zero one, we felt the stakes because they had centralized it more to the characters. And obviously, you know, it was a world ending thing, but they had centralized that conflict to the characters. It was one mentality to the other, one ideology to the other. This was yeah. much more world driven, but they could have had it. So, you know, yes, he may not be able to see his friends. And I get that's the point of Thomas character. But at the same time, he's very happy because he helped his friends. And now he gets to write stories all the time. And that's just yeah, what he's and, doing. And, like that could have been an equally is, happy ending for him and also been yeah. more satisfying, I think. Uh, and that's kind of where our headcanon is going to end, Saber. <laughs> like I'm, I'm going to go with the ending where nobody comes back and Thomas stays in Wonder I just, yeah like I, the whole Thanos thing like again you could have saved it I, I'm fine with that that's again Thomas prerogative he just wants to help his friends save his friends um, but the fact that he could do that with like no repercussions whatsoever is kind of what irked me <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean it's like, that's, that's just kind of what bugged me about it that's all so and it, it's, but again it had to end that way if it, if it had to end that way we're going to accept that it ended that way. I mean, it's I, again, I it, it didn't ending. kill it for me. I'll, I'll put it that way. It didn't kill it. Yeah. I just think it could have been like a lot of things in the series. It They have a lot of really good moments, and then they do something like that where they stumble a little bit, and it kind of like, and I don't want to say cheapens because I don't think it cheapened the moment, but you know what I mean? Like, it, it doesn't hit as hard as it could. Right. Yeah. It took a year for that to happen, so apparently the, the time skip was a year. I, I guess that's a consequence, but like to us, that was like 30 seconds. <laughs> so that year is kind of moved. It was a year? It was a it year. It was a year. He took an entire Bro, year to act- just hang out. How did I miss that? It, it, it was like two months, if that. <laughs> they were like, they had time to organize so, an award show. And that was yeah. like. <laughs> I just. Yeah. I, I think they could have okay. played that aspect a little better. But again, it, it should, I don't I think it was really awful. It, it wasn't bad. I enjoyed it. The grand scheme, my feeling on Saber is I very much enjoyed it. And that's yes. kind of how I feel about everything. <laughs> Good show. Could have been great. Not could've bad been great. Not bad at all. I very highly recommend it to a lot of people. And I think a lot of people, if they go back and rewatch it, I think they'd feel very differently about it. Because, again, it's another one that I think started off with a bad impression because it was Ghost Rider. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, like Peacemaker said, he ended up writing very few of the actual episodes, even though he was the head writer. Like Hasegawa, the guy who played, you know, the human gear, he wrote 19 of them. So it go back and rewatch it. That's all I'm going to say. Go back and rewatch yeah, it. And I, I think mean, you, I you'll be pleasantly surprised, I think, if you just get through like some of the beginning flubs. On, on the list of the recommendations, top five, where would you place Saber? Like if I was to, so are you saying like for someone like doesn't know anything about Common Rider, like recommendation kind of thing? Because we always say, hey, Gaim, build. Not, you know, we. Yeah. No, don't watch Gaim. You'll be forever spoiled by everything. You'll, you'll never watch another Common Rider. Um, <laughs> so like on, on recommendations, honestly, it falls in the same category as like O's. I think this is a great example of a Ooh. solid middle of the road to like high middle expression of what common rider is and can be that kind of thing especially being a bunch of riders you get a good variety of like characters and suit designs and things like that it's a solid i would honestly i I would say it's a solid recommendation for someone who may not know anything about common rider to get into common rider i i agree that that it's a comparable to o's I, i can see that where it's so much fun so high octave and the characters are enjoyable mm-hmm. there's just and a few things keeping it from being like a fantastic show yeah right i I dig that yeah 
so that's that's kind of how how i feel what about you I'm, I kind of, uh, again, I have a more sentimental attachment to it because a lot of the themes of this show resonate with me. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I'm going to always look at it a certain way, but understand that it is like you, like you expressed, it's very accurate to place this as a middle tier writer with aspects that are really great, like yeah. the choreography. Yeah. There's a the lot of really, there's a lot of things here to enjoy. There genuinely is. So, yeah. Again, you got to not every writer is going to be a slam dunk, but there's enough here that I think anyone, whether they've seen Rider before or any kind of toku before or just getting into it, I think they they can enjoy some things. And yes, yeah. I would very much recommend Peacemaker saying they'll take some time away before they try that. I, I very much recommend that kind of get that that idea out of your brain that the first little bit like puts in there and just start over. Start fresh. Yeah. So again, yeah, I definitely want to check it out again. I'm going to put this on ice for a bit, though. Yeah. The the next V Cinema though, I'm wondering where they're gonna go because if they're gonna if they're gonna gime this up or even zero one it up, we're looking at what two more movies at least. I Three? believe so. The next one I believe is called the Trio of Sin or Sin of Trio, something like that, and it it has Saber, Rintaro, and Kento on the cover, um, yes. riding their respective things or you know engaging with their respective things. I think the dragon's just kind of flying around and you know Alpinas just being <laughs> yeah. a big buff man behind kento um yeah but clearly so we're getting two books that are coming out they're released they're they are up for pre-order now on sites like to collectibles um they it's the the uh, arabiana knights which is obviously arabian knights it's the full book yeah like i said i'm pretty sure it's gonna yeah. be the dragonic knight slash sign the equivalent to that yeah his power up uh it's eight years later with somebody taking up falchion oh okay i didn't know that so it takes place eight years somebody later nice and someone picked up falchion um because ren just kind of left it around somewhere <laughs> um god damn it ren god damn it you, you had almost, one job it's, you had one job <laughs> yeah oh and a new emblem for the sword so i'm gonna assume the new emblem and the so there's a secondary book it's like something siren there's a single volume book i'm assuming that's gonna be like a new guard kind of thing like a new swordsman that's what i'm gonna assume a new character but sure. we'll Let's see I, we shall see yeah i'm excited I for just, it though i don't know i don't, <laughs> I don't know. know i don't know i don't know it's kind of like the guy spinoffs like dope but why like okay i'm down for, i like as, so i will say one big thing when kanto took up espada i forgot how much i actually love that suit and it might be my favorite i think i said senki was before but i really think espada might be my favorite of the base suits um the base okay base suits. of the base suits yeah yeah um and the i think so dope, yeah. it's so cool and i think it might also be my favorite of the three volumes i'd have to look at them again side by side because it's been a hot minute since i looked at crimson and uh the triple sinky um but i think it might also be my base like three volume favorite one too just the design looks so cool it looks so clean it's so beautiful um it has yeah very nice design to it I'm yeah so that. like that was one of the things so it, i mean i'm down for him getting i think senki and dragonic knight are two of the or uh king lion and dragonic knight are two of the stronger designs throughout the entire series just in general so if we can get that similar energy for a, an alan Keena, it'll probably be my favorite one of those two okay okay so because when actually i it was it was about the design when i was just kind of strolling through one time mm-hmm. i was looking at buster <clears throat> And the, they said that it looks like a halo armor with a sword. Buster looks like Mjolnir with a sword. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't okay, see a problem here, but continue. Yeah. That's just... Oh, that's the thought. Okay, that's the thought. It was My an observation is... that, that 
somebody had made and i'm like that's dang. true dang <laughs> my favorite honestly of the buster armor is the like turtle shell back it has i just thought that was such a cool touch because he is gambu yeah. i just thought oh, it was such a good touch and the big dumb blade sticking out the front oh it's so cool looking Man. i like that design I, like I mean, that would just be my rider design. If I had to pick like an existing one, that would be me. It's either that or attack. So I'm either going to clock up or I'm going to bop you real hard. <laughs> I'm going to do both. We're going to do both. <laughs> Let's be real here. Oh, my goodness. Do you have any other thoughts on our good friend, Common Rider Saber, before we say goodbye and close the book? <laughs> well, to, to continue the puns, every chapter of this was quite... A, a thrilling ride from page to page. I can't wait till the story comes back around and gets a sequel. So I, I don't know. I mean, ultimately, I, I'm gonna always hold this dear because of the sentimental value to me. But will I watch it again? Not for a while. Yeah. But I liked. I did like Saber. Right. I'm gonna miss it. <laughs> Honestly, these last couple episodes, I did get a little choked up. I was like, nope, don't do it. Actually, the more the more I think about it, oh, that actually reminded me. Because the more I think about how Revice is going to go, it's mm-hmm. going to make me miss Saber. There was a moment where we just talked about the Omni Slash that Ken does. Yeah. Uh, Ren does. There's a moment where Revice is doing that. Okay. With Vice as part of their finisher, I think. Okay. And they every other or third cross, they mm-hmm. bump into each other. Oh, and they throw each other off their trajectory. It's it's that was one thing that I was like, that's funny. Yeah, I hope that's the thing. Okay, so they're but, like, yeah. they're the the the, the uh, slapstick comedy duo is what you're saying. I that's the vibes I'm getting, man. I okay. didn't I didn't really get to understand it beyond what I was seeing, but they anyway. So I'm gonna miss Saber. I'm I'm gonna hold it into high sentimental regard. But is a good writer, good show. Yeah, just short of great, I would say short of great just short like if, if like if, it if nine to ten is great we're looking at like 8.6 just short yeah if if we're if you're telling me that i could stop saber in my head where i want it to it's a great show. i'm just gonna forget <laughs> the bad things and uh keep the good things in there and i will make it my favorite show ever that's what's gonna happen no, that's, that's awesome. the fandom has <laughs> never done that before exit <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i i don't really have any other thoughts on saber honestly like i said i think i've conveyed everything i think it's a you know like i said solid 8.6 it has a lot of really great things going for it it just has a few things really holding it back that can be kind of major um but overall i I very much enjoyed the journey and you know it's our first full covid series so i think they did a fantastic (laughs) job adapting to that and obviously they had some training with zero one but i think overall they produced something very great on considering the new world limitations <laughs> so here's to look forward to realize and our final goodbye to saber yeah uh, i don't know how i feel about revice yet so we'll see we'll see like i said i'll give it i'll give it the first 10 and then we'll go from there i'll decide if i want to keep going or not i'm sure i'll watch all of it either way because i got nothing better to do <laughs> so yeah um yeah you want to plug your stiff all right, uh, six XO six Echo is coming out soon. I have my design coming, uh, Carl. We're gonna have twin riders. Be dope. Uh, then we have a project that we're working on here. I'm contemplating on uh, doing some baking stuff for you guys. Yeah, I, I 
have this writer idea that I think I'm going to start kicking around. So we're going to see how that goes. Make some fun desserts that are writer themed. Yeah, and talk about writer stuff. Talk about writer or stuff. To- 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 It'd be cool. <laughs> I'm excited to see what comes out because I'm hungry and I want food. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, this like kick, kick. Oh. <laughs> for anyone listening in the future times in the audio version, I am Kaiju Carl. If you're watching in the live now times, I see you. I see your little stream avatars now. I see. I see. I know you're watching. Um, <laughs> you guys can follow me at twitch.tv slash kaiju carl you can also follow me on twitter at kaiju carl i post all kinds of fun toku things not just rider we, we you know we don't just tackle rider around here even though that is our main shtick but you know we we, we tackle a little bit of everything come hang out anything, if you're listening in the future times come hang out <laughs> technically toku is the other show i keep forgetting to plug it i just forget we do it sometimes we do it so infrequently we try to do it every month where we find a new technically toku is our other sister podcast every month we do a new video that um or a new movie that is technically toku it may just not be your your what you would think japanese superhero genre um even though that's you know the definition but it's it's evolved over the years so it's technically toku uh the first shows we looked at were super me it's on netflix and another one was along with gods i believe is what it's called it's a very strange title along with gods it's on youtube for free it's very cool they're both very cool movies very special effects heavy very different movies um, so I highly recommend checking that out. That is technically Toku. It's on all major podcast services. Um, and yeah, if you're hanging out on the Twitch, don't go anywhere. We're gonna play some Near in a little bit. Oh snap! Yeah, we're gonna try and we're trying to finish up Near this week. So, yeah. thanks for hanging out, guys. Thanks. Fun. Bye, Saber. Bye.